0: Lisa K, 10 to noon on KTOE. All right. Welcome to your midday. Here we are on KTOE. My name is Lisa Kay. If you're new here, thanks for joining us. If you're not, I'm so glad you're back on your midday. I've got some guests in studio. They're going to be joining me this hour. It's another chat with our Master Gardener friends, Joyce Wilcox, Kim Nielsen in studio. Hello, both of you. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Y'all brought a little bit of sunshine into the studio. Yeah. A little
1: bit of moisture in the air, kind of hanging clouds. It's getting a little foggy, too, I noticed.
0: I read this morning that our um, weather outlook for the rest of winter looks kind of wimpy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty mild. I'm okay. I'm, my shoveling arms
1: are very, you know, we. it's our fault. We bought a snowmobile and we bought three shovels. We oh, put our
2: lawnmower away at the proper time, got the snowblower out. This is your it's fault. It's our fault. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, our I, fault. We were prepared. Actually, this mild winter really brings up a lot of questions regarding what to do in terms of gardening. Yes. Um, and the big one is, uh, you know, late winter is the time when you should be, like, pruning some of your perennials, your shrubbery, and, and even trees. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. And because we had, you know, we had two weeks of ridiculously cold weather. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, and now, like you're saying, the outlook is for warmer than normal conditions. If the trees and shrubs and bushes haven't gone into dormancy, yeah. it's going to be awfully hard to do any any sensible pruning.
0: Do you think that this the two weeks that we had of those sub-zero temps, the cold, do you think that that was enough to push them into dormancy or will they go into dormancy and come back out of dormancy? I think there's
1: a lot that plays into that and after we were talking last time too I was like trying to do some research on it but there's not, There, I'm sure there's information out there but this is like uncharted territory where we've had unseasonably warm um, weather this year that we've had it before in the past but it's been maybe a couple
2: decades that it's been this warm this right. late um, it, but we did have that exactly. cold snap but I my thing is I don't think it was cold enough it was plenty cold but, yeah. semi, but <laughs> yeah. it wasn't cold enough <laughs> or long enough cold to, enough long enough okay. yeah, and the problem yeah. is the g- ground freezing I, I'm not 100% sure the ground really froze up
1: well I'm kind of wondering too what does it like I my the science part of my thought process is like what happens when it freeze thaws freeze thaws well that's I know when you yeah. put plants in a pot you put the risk out if you leave them in a you know terracotta pot outside and it's freeze thawing. You take the chance of it killing it just from the freeze thaw.
2: So we run that risk. Well, it, it, like I say, I've got a honeysuckle at home that I mm. it, at the end of February generally is when I'll go and kind of prune that out and, and trim it out. Otherwise, honeysuckles can get really overgrown. And this isn't the kind. This isn't mm-hmm. the kind of honeysuckle that is that's a invasive species. It's okay. just your old traditional you know, orange and, and yellow honeysuckle that grandma probably used to have kind of thing. Um, and if you don't do the pruning, those, they can get very much overgrown and you can yeah. get dead branches twined around amongst, you know, the bird's flowering. Nest. It gets to be really, really a, a bad situation. But now this year, I've just, I really don't know what to do in terms of the, it's been too warm and I don't, you yeah. You're supposed to prune late winter, like end of February, in March. Well, I'm afraid what's going to happen is we're going to have a foot of snow in the middle of April like we've had recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, if you don't prune, you get a really messy, messy, especially with shrubs. Yeah. And even like apple trees, you're not supposed to have all these over crossing branches and everything else. Anything that's crossing is supposed to be pruned out, but I don't know what a person is supposed to do. And I've tried yeah. to do some research. Same there I can't find any. <laughs>
0: is that probably because this hasn't happened before? It's kinda well, unprecedented. And I think the
1: best thing to do for anybody listening to is to, you know, you know the whole twenty twenty. I did my own research. Can you please look at reputable um, sources. So consider the source that it's coming from. Don't just go to Doctor Google and take whatever <laughs> you find. But like you can go to like any um, university extension would be a wonderful place to go to. You can call the extensions and then they can um, appoint people that are. Um, what do we want to call them? Like professional or educated on those kinds of things that maybe they have some ideas. So, like tree specialists, mm-hmm. they can appoint you to point like you in the right direction. Okay. Yes. Well,
2: like right now, just yesterday, I was on the University of Minnesota website, the mm-hmm. arborists. You know, and there it there is no current information. Yeah, that's the that's, problem. Yeah. It's too. The problem is too new for anybody yeah. to have done a lot of research on how is this is going to turn out.
0: So, as master gardeners, what? I don't wanna say this is the the advice that everybody should follow, but what are you gonna do? Like I thought I Let like it my, ride. Yeah, my brain. <laughs> I'm says- gonna
1: literally let it ride because I can't I can't make myself have my own
2: climate in my yard. Right. I mean the best thing that so we is So not as- prune, not prune those Well, I'm gonna this yeah. you know, the the honeysuckle that I have, I'm gonna go ahead and prune it. And the reason is because You do your norm. Because it's got I know there's some dead branches in there and Last winter, and this is so, how can this be so different? Last winter, we had so much snow mm-hmm. that the rabbits were up this oh, on this yeah. big snow drift, eating toward oh. the top of my honeysuckle, yep. if you can imagine. Yep. Yeah. And they killed, they actually ate enough bark off to kill a few branches. I tried to prune some of that stuff out last spring, but it was already leafing out and starting to set flower, or sending out flower buds and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of backed off. So I'm going to clean it up. Did and you notice anything
1: greening up and, like, bloom, like the buds? Did you notice any of those when it was warmer swelling? before no, it?
2: No, I didn't. Some people had indicated yeah. that they thought tree buds were swelling and stuff. No. I had,
1: yeah, and I did see, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I did see a lot of people talking, like, the grumblings of, like, oh, my... Um, lilac has already got buds on it, but they set buds after they bloom. Yeah. So they were already there. Yeah. Okay. That, I'm just curious, yeah.
2: like, were they greening up and stuff? Like that's no, where I, got, I would be concerned. We've got a lilac, um, right next to our, almost next to our back door. Yeah. And that, if anything would start budding out, that would be in a sheltered area. And it, yeah, it certainly did And you know
1: what? I think the worst thing that would happen, if that does happen, they're going to, they would bud out, the bud would freeze off and you wouldn't get any you know maybe you'll see less lilac blooms this year but yeah. next year could be a totally
2: different story again it'll be fine well see that that's there's no history here to look at yeah. you know people got all excited about the fact that the hardiness zone changed and mm, we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're five. It changed for a reason. We're, you know we're, we're 5a <laughs> yeah. now and 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 but the fact of the matter is temperature wise that isn't that big of a deal. You know, it's five degrees. Well yeah. I think. It's, yeah. We're not going to start growing tropical plants anytime <laughs> yeah. soon in southern Speak Minnesota. Speak for
1: yourself.
2: But, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, so it's really I'm going to go ahead and prune because yes. I need to do something otherwise it's just this big overgrown mess and you know if you, it's kind of experimental on my part, but if it dies, I can plant a new yeah. honeysuckle. I it's think not. Yeah. you know,
1: business as usual. You do what you normally do. Okay. I guess you know you you have a trained enough eye that when you look outside and it looks unnormal, um, you can still do what you normally do, but maybe just go gentle. Well, the other piece, don't be though, ruthless. <laughs> that pe-
2: people should think about if you're doing some some winter pruning. The thing you need to do is have the right tools. Yeah. Some dull saw or some, sh- you know, pruning shears that are, you know, forty years old and dull and rusty and stuff. Just throw them away and start over. Yeah. I mean, you know, you need the proper tools, like anything, to do a good job. And you, when you are pruning, you want to make real sharp cuts. I feel. You don't- you don't want to have something kind of not like gnawed at. Right. Know? So like it's, Broken
0: off or yeah. whatever. I lost my Felco I pruners just... somehow in, in the last growing season. <laughs> don't laugh at me because these things are like 70 bucks. No,
1: yeah. I, mine's in the garden. Joyce was just talking about that and I was like, I feel called out because I know right where they are in Your the Falcos? tomato bed. No, not my Felcos, but my pruners. <sighs> Holy cats. (laughs) I just remembered where they're probably frozen. They're probably frozen to the ground right now.
0: (sighs) My Master Gardeners, Joyce Wilcox and Kim Nielsen in studio. We'll be right back here. It's KTOE Middays (laughs) with Lisa Kay and the Master Gardeners. Middays with Lisa Kay. My Master Gardeners are in studio with me, Joyce and Kim. And we're talking a little bit about the forecast and what it's done to our gardening, where we're now supposed to be pruning things. And I i am having a tough i was going to do some winter sewing this year in Mm -hmm. the milk jugs yeah Yeah. i thought isn't even going to get cold enough i don't know it will it will i didn't so so i'm late on that well no you can still go there's
2: still plenty of time there's plenty of time to do that till the end of february i've done that actually quite successfully and i was very skeptical i thought oh yeah this is gonna work you know it does it absolutely works the things to go with are things like lettuce um Maybe onions and leeks and things yeah. like that that are kind of hearty. And they okay. absolutely, it's just, it is almost like a miracle. All of a sudden, oh, I've yeah. got this big bed of lettuce in my milk jug, you know. And we, I remember we got a lot of, a lot of servings out of that because you keep, like with leaf lettuce, you keep clipping and it keeps coming back. Right. Yeah. And it was wonderful until the weather got warm. All
0: right. So explain a little bit about that winter sewing. I thing. love winter sewing.
1: It is a set it and forget it. It is like so forgiving. The bonuses are, so versus, like, indoor seed starting. You don't have to have grow lights. You don't have to remember to water them. Um, you don't run the risk of, like, dampening off or hardening your plant off in the spring, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, super easy. Set it and forget it. Um, you take any kind of a uh, clear or see-through container. So, like, anything that, light like can like, get, like, get through. You can, oh, like, like, a milk, milk jug. jug. Yeah. yeah. Milk jug so, like, good. a milk jug, a water jug, you can use any kind of a container that's got some sort of a hole on the top, Best and food container So you're creating like a mini greenhouse. Okay. You can either cut it all the way in half, or you can cut it almost all the way in half. I always leave it right where the so, like say a milk jug, water jug. I leave it right by where the handle is. Mm-hmm. I cut it all the way around halfway, so then you can duct tape the rest of it shut. Right. Holes in the bottom. For holes. Drainage. Yes, and I found that you cut the holes first before you sure. cut around it otherwise you're going to stab yourself okay so somehow you find a way i'm not going to tell you how i found that out but be careful some people were like using a uh what do you call that a wood burner oh sure yeah a burning tool burning holes Mm -hmm. pew no please don't don't do that inside you do that in a well ventilated (laughs) ew i don't want to breathe in the plastic melted plastic so i would just get a knife or something and cut it Okay. A sharp
2: screwdriver works well. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And then fill it with soil and then plant Yes.
2: And
1: I would say, I would recommend use potting soil over seeding soil, seed starting soil. Okay. Potting soil has a little bit of nutrients in it, plus it doesn't dry out as fast. Okay. okay so that's the bonus there. You put your, you can mass plant. I mean, I've dumped a whole packet
0: of seeds in there before and this come they, out like a green carpet. They say it's the cheapest way to start
2: your seeds. Oh, exactly. for sure.
1: You don't have to babysit them. Yeah. You but just there set
2: them outside. Are some things that are more tender that that wouldn't work as well? Yeah. And, and so like some, root crops. Yeah, and they're you and don't
1: things that don't like to be transplanted.
2: Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't plant green beans or carrots yeah. or things mm-hmm. like that because those you just direct sow. So this is mostly
0: yeah. for like
2: your lettuces, perennials, perennials, native
1: plants. Okay. And anything it, that would survive our winter anyway.
2: Okay. There's things that are like real hardy, like say yeah. flowers, for example, four o'clocks are a good Echinacea. choice. Echinacea because because plant is kind of big and sturdy right to start with you know and so Mm -hmm. but any kind of really delicate plants frost sensitive avoid yeah Yeah. anything that's real snapdragons are a good idea oh yeah because snapdragons are so cold tolerant even though people they look so delicate you know when you when you see them in a pot you know Mm -hmm. and it's like but they they're some of the last flowers to freeze in the fall they are just
1: Oh, mine w- were rocking all the way through, I want to say oh. November even. Oh, yeah. They That's were, good
2: to know. I yeah, have a bunch of those uh, apple blossoms. Snap
0: oh, dragons. yeah. Yeah. Snap yeah. are really I know
1: somebody that got really ones arty. called Cherry Twist, too. Pretty. Those are m- one of my favorites. Um, what's the other, like, frost-sensitive ones you, you do want to avoid? But, like, I've had good luck with, like, Delphinium, Foxglove. So, like, huh. some biannuals, too. Those can be good, too. Okay. Super
0: easy. So you put totally it, recommend it. You oh, plant take them, them. The cap off. Yep. Take the cap off your uh, plant them and then tape the cover back on. Yep. So and it doesn't you blow off. And
2: yep. You don't need to um, water. You, nope. It, it's just whatever naturally, whatever moisture. Because yep. you have the, have the soil very 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 moist when you put the seeds in there. Yep. And. Spread the seeds and then put a little more soil on top. Not very much just a light covering. And then you just leave them. The only thing that could happen, depending on where you you have these, is a a strong wind could blow your jugs around. So you've got to make sure you've got them kind of secured and anchored in Mm -hmm. place. All right. Um, I've seen
1: people put them in like a, which I wouldn't recommend this for one reason, and I'll explain. I've seen them put them in a tote. Okay.
0: But then the problem is the water is sitting in the bottom of that. Lisa K, 10 to noon on KTOE. Here we go, up until 12 o'clock this afternoon with my master gardener friends. You know we could talk gardening all day, all year, and some of my friends in real life are rolling their eyes every time. I was like, it's growing season. I know out at the farm we're getting uh, ready to start taking orders for yes. some of the flowers that are sold, and I can't wait to get my hands back in the soil. Yep. Uh, don't need to wait because we talked about winter sowing. I can do some of that at home. That's yep. easy enough to do. And just general seed starting. I yeah. I mean, what are, the, what are the plants that we need to think about starting so right about now? So you can there- get
1: totally overwhelmed with seed starting indoors, but I think the basis of it is you need seeds. You need some sort of a medium, like a soil, soilless soil. So seed, soil, light, and some sort of vessel to hold them in. Mm-hmm. You can keep it super simple.
0: I've seen people start It does start, not have to be expensive. I've seen people start in things as easy as yogurt containers. Yeah. Oh, that works, yeah. Yeah.
1: I've done paper pots mm-hmm. just because uh I just want to tell you like the black plant pots, the nursery pots that we get, mm-hmm. those are not recyclable. Yeah. We are one of the biggest culprits um for waste in that aspect, okay. which is really sad. So if you can get away from um
0: Using those, it would be best. I've seen some tutorials online where they'll show you how to. It's almost like origami. Yeah, I roll.
1: I have. I roll them. Yeah. So, let me tell you, like the the coolest thing you can use to roll to make paper pots is Pam cooking spray.
0: Oh, the cans. Yep. Okay. You can
1: use that because the bottom is kind of um, raised up underneath. Mm-hmm. So, like how a pop can under a pop can is. You can use a pop can. Um, there's a couple of like and what kind of paper do you use? Like a t- newspaper. A newspaper. Okay. Don't use like waxy paper. Yeah. So like straight up newspaper, black and white. The really like the target ad, we'll just mm-hmm. say like something yeah. like that. You d- that's really waxy so and don't like use the that. ink on there because and- then you could take it and you could
0: that'll biodegrade, won't it? So you could, yeah, yeah you can
2: could plant could the whole sucker right down into the dirt and you're good to go. Okay. The other thing, you know, plastic pots. I mean, that's kind of been known for years. They're, yeah. They're they're a bad idea. However, some places are willing, like greenhouses, you, they'll recycle them. They'll take them back, sanitize them, and reuse them. Sure. And, or there's
1: other things that they make, too. Yeah.
2: So I think the other piece is if you have a lot of pots that you want to, like, get rid of or something, people that are on that website, the neighborhood or whatever, if you would advertise, I've got all these plastic pots I know people would take those off your hands. Who yeah, I think them. you can
1: reuse yeah. them for about five seasons, yeah.
2: but eventually they crack up. They yeah, get, they get yeah. brittle. But if you're
1: using somebody else's pots too, let's just say like uh, you're gonna want to rinse them and sterilize them. Okay. So, ten uh, percent so, bleach solution. Yeah. So oh, one cup true. of bleach to nine
2: cups of water. Yeah. You
0: never know what you're bringing in. Then. Yeah, no. you, you
2: definitely want to sanitize yeah. them. But that's a really really easy process. Yep. Yeah. And that's a way to just kind of recirculate and reuse mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But I would say, from my own personal experience, those the plastic hanging hanging baskets they work really wonderfully. They're they're, yeah. they're just great. But the problem is, they do. I had it happen this this past summer. These beautiful begonias hanging mm-hmm. on my screen porch. Wow. They were just gorgeous, and. One morning I went out there with my cup of coffee and I'm going, mm-hmm. Oh goodness. I was blaming the local squirrel population. <laughs> it, 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 for once the squirrels weren't guilty. What happened was the plastic just just got so old that it cracked. Just and exploded. It, and it kinda it the basket kinda tipped halfway. Yeah. So my husband repaired it and said it, this is done after this season, yeah. and then a few days later, the other pot. There were two pots. The other one did the exact same thing. Oh, so, no. so again, the squirrels got a reprieve. I'm always mad at the squirrels. I'm yeah. not accusing them of everything. This is one thing they didn't do. <laughs> They're guilty. They, they didn't. They do chew on ours the, in our the, yard. The, so the plastic just got so old and so brittle that it just it just couldn't. You couldn't.
1: could you could use the milk jugs like you use for winter sowing. Mm-hmm. You could cut those in half and then use the bottom of that as your vessel. Um, Thanksgiving and Christmas if you had a bunch of leftovers where like if my family does like the cottage cheese container oh, gets yeah. cool you know Whip. the green beans in them the Cool Whip container you poke holes in the bottom of it it's just got to have drainage that's all
0: okay. don't use anything that had chemicals in it and Joyce you mentioned the seeds are out right now I mean
2: so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
0: really I thought this is this early but people are collecting seeds now well, I mean no, I know the,
2: some of the big box stores have recently had some shall I say bargains on yeah. seeds but um, but all I would say any any of the big box stores have garden seeds out right now and it's really not too early as far as I'm concerned. They're seeds packaged for twenty twenty four. They're not, you know, uh-huh. six or seven years old. But the thing I would pay attention to is where are those seeds where are those seeds being stored, say in that in that store. Like seeds shouldn't be in cold, you know, just above freezing areas and sometimes in some mm-hmm. of the stores that are really hardware stores that are selling garden seeds mm-hmm. are not are not handling those seeds properly. Yeah. So you should try to pay attention to where they're being stored and make sure that they're kind of in a I would the safe situation is not outside somewhere where it's going to freeze, <laughs> right, you know. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: But I think
2: they carry like the like bur,
1: Burpee and Fair Marcy or is it not Fair Marcy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Fair Morsey. Morsey, I think. yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they carry all those, and
0: those are all good, trusted right. brands. Another thing, I know I've had some newer gardeners ask mm-hmm. about um, GMO seeds. Those are not generally available to us commercial. I'm or not, not, not concerned non- about that. Non-com- yeah. Non-commercial. Yeah. That's not us. That's, that's Yeah. We're not your... Oh. Home gardeners aren't getting yeah. GMO seeds No, and you're like, you can't do that. I'm not, I don't even want to touch that subject. Well, right. I think,
2: and, and I guess I would say just as an overview kind of thing, do a little research on yeah. that. There's a lot of hoopla about GMO seeds that is absolutely unfounded. Mm-hmm. I think that's way too new and, and big picture we yeah. might be, you know, Getting our clothes in a knot over something that That's doesn't not make pom- any yeah. difference, you know. Right. I mean, yep. just a, an example of seeds being modified—corn um, c- seeds that you know farmers buy now to right. plant corn in bulk. A in lot, bulk. a lot of those yep. seeds are modified, and, and one of the modifications is um, they're modified to be uh, drought resistant. Now, this past summer was ridiculous in terms of the amount of yeah. rain we did have or didn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the soybeans suffered quite a bit, but the modified corn seeds, people get. I mean, maybe hefty, you saw it in the newspaper. Se- people had record corn crops with no rain. Right. I mean, I shouldn't say no rain, but not much. And so that's that's kind of a good thing, you know. Right. And the, but the things like that aren't
0: not generally available to no. a yeah. local person that's going to yeah. plant no. something in their backyard. No No. Yeah. not don't, don't have
2: to worry don't, about. Don't even. It. Yeah. I would say don't. At this point, don't even. Like give it's it a lot it's of. It's great that there's
1: things out there that we can benefit from in that way, but like as a general gardener, like
0: I would. That's not your thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. So now as we start looking towards the planting season, I know a lot of us that that do garden are thinking about what changes we're gonna make. We're gonna start looking at maybe those, um, reviewing our, our garden notebooks, <laughs> things that we've gonna, we're gonna change. I'm gonna put this somewhere else. I'm gonna rotate yeah. something somewhere else. Um, I'm gonna
1: put my garden cart away next fall.
0: Oh, gosh. You and your... You need to... <laughs> yeah. With your pruners. Shape up. <laughs> yep, yep. I do need
1: to, I need somebody to come and rein me in. Garden
0: planning. Somebody said there was a garden planner at Aldi.
1: Oh, I cool. I didn't
0: see it, but like a, a garden planner that you can... Yeah,
1: always. I love that. I think it's good to plan ahead. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's extremely important if you have things that you plant like tomatoes and potatoes, anything in the nightshade family and that, all is peppers. Mm-hmm. Those crops need to be rotated. You can't plant a tomato plant in the same spot every year, and yeah. not expect to have disease problems. That's just part of it. But mm-hmm. one thing again, you know, I'm always fretting about the weather. It's pot- we potentially have a big insect problem coming up next oh, next summer. Cicadas? Are you talking about? No, no just you're okay. in general. I saw in general, about that. just I know in general, about. because of the fact that we need hard freezes, hard winters kill uh, off a lot of the eggs. True. And, oh, and, true. and the biggie, the biggie, chigger mites. Well, the biggie is Colorado potato beetles. Oh, that's and the biggie in your yard. Mine's well, chigger mites. But the thing about, like, say the potato mm. beetles is this: they don't just go away, and they—it's not just potatoes. It's anything in the nightshade family. Oh. They'll, yeah. they'll And if you have enough of an infestation, they'll eat everything. They'll—they'll they'll leave you bare stems. Oh no. So it's—it's it's really a serious situation. A hard winter oftentimes will cause the reproduction on those. Well, and they've
1: had a pretty easy ride the last two years of drought and hot weather. It's like pure
2: breeding ground for them. Oh, it is. And the seeds, the the, eggs, I guess they are like seeds, overwinter in the soil. Mm -hmm. um, And there's not much you can do about that. And the only, you know, a lot of times, you know, well, we'll just hand pick off the bugs. Mm. with something like good luck. I mean yeah. you you would that would become a full-time 8-hour day job because they just keep on producing and producing. Mm. The only way to really combat that is to use, you know, to use chemicals. Now, not everything is that dangerous. There are th- but if you if you have an infestation like with insects do the research. Just don't start spraying stuff. Make sure you know what's considered safe, what isn't, mm-hmm. and read the directions. Oh. That's the big deal. People, people <laughs> oh, think, yes. oh, it says one ounce per gallon, and so I'll they put they, they put in two to make sure. Don't you don't. You need to don't read the that. directions. I know how
1: they take medicine too. That tells me a lot about people right? that do that.
0: I read something <laughs> the other day that said 92. It was it was a trivia question. It says 92 percent of these are thrown away without even being looked at, and it was instructions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's well, sad. Instructions it are could the- be
1: really, It could be really deadly if you don't... I mean, it could really de- be detrimental to your health if mm-hmm. you don't listen to these. They're chemicals. Yeah. And just jumping on to what Joyce was saying, going back to the indoor gardening, indoor seed starting, uh, don't use... Old potting soil that you maybe had something outside in, mm. and now you're going to recycle it and use it for your seed starts. You may end
0: up with a house full of fungus gnats. That's not fun for anybody. No, those things are icky. Yeah. well,
2: they're they're icky. But the only the bright side of that picture is they have a short short life. That's yeah, true. right. I don't true. last yep. that long. Uh, and there are various things that you can do yeah. um, that that'll you know. They they're attracted by like vinegar and then they just they drown. So it it yeah. it's so possible to get rid do. of them, yes. but it's, it's sickening. That's it's one just, that's you
0: know. one of the things that we've got uh, experience on at my house. We're like, what are these? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, right. but
1: that's you'll was, be looking at your phone at night or on your computer, yep. and they'll go right flying past your face to your screen, and you'll be, what was that? Yeah, they don't bite.
2: No, but they're just they're annoying. Just yeah. Annoying. They're yeah. just plain annoying. That's that's the problem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Gardening issues today. Master Gardener is Joyce and Kim in studio with me. It's KTOE. Back on KTOE, it's Middays with Lisa Kay, and 1057, just a few moments left with my friends, the Master Gardeners here, Joyce and Kim, and we have an education day that's coming up that we want to talk about because it's a free day for us to come out and learn, and that's part of yes. the, part of the, uh, the uh, being a Master Gardener is educating the public. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So what we're looking at is, uh, not, it's, it's for sure, it's not just looking at it, Saturday, April 6th, we're going to be again this year at the Pioneer Bank building on Adams. And it's a wonderful facility. The thing that we've done uh, because education is really our mission. This is a free free event. It's mm-hmm. nine until one. Uh, the only thing that, because it's free, uh, we don't provide beverages or Snacks. donuts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's a bring your own in that respect. But all the information, we've got a professor from the University of Minnesota is gonna be speaking on pre-selection. We've got um, Al Bat lined up, who a lot of people know, mm-hmm. um, you know, the He's kind of on the, with me. the bird specialist. Yep. 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 We're going to have a presentation from one of our uh, Master Gardeners about lilies, all about lilies. We, I've seen that presentation. It's wonderful. It's and we're working awesome. on, we're going to have one more about um, vegetable gardening. So we, we, uh, we think we have a pretty good lineup. And I know last year it was well attended. Anybody that was there Mark yeah. your calendar, it's it's free. And it's wonderful information that you can just, you can bring a notebook and
1: a pen because you'll get some information that you're going to want to take some notes on and it's just stuff that you'll
0: retain throughout the season. Super awesome. Where will we be able to find more info as that time comes up in case?
2: Well, as the, as the gets closer, there's going to certainly be coverage in the local, um, you know, newspapers. Um, we'll have information here on the radio, um, on the Master Gardener's uh, Facebook page, there'll be information. Um, so we're, we'll the local media will have the information. Plus, the local uh, uh, greenhouses or even big box stores will probably have flyers. Mm-hmm. Not probably they will. It's not yep. a it's not an <laughs> if. Yep. They will. They will have flyers and things available. So we're kind of looking forward to this. Uh, it's it's always a lot of fun, and people go away usually with a big smile on their face, thinking. I've, i actually I grabbed something today. I learned something. You know, I so think we might nice. even
1: have door prizes. I'm not gonna guarantee
2: no, that no, but I we, think we, we do we have we are so gonna we have, have some, some door, door prizes. prizes. We do. Okay. Well that'll be good. So
0: that's coming up on April sixth at Pioneer Bank. It is free. Always mm-hmm. so good to have both of you in. I certainly appreciate it. Well.
1: it. Thank you for having us. Hopefully. Good to see you.
0: By the next time that I see you, we'll have our fingers in the dirt. And as we get out of it, maybe it's a warm snap. I don't know. Yeah. We'll start seeing you more than once a month then. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. It's Joyce and Kim, our Master Gardeners here on KTOE.